Hey friends, I am excited to share today's episode with you. If you've never come across Carolina Guzik or her podcast, The Tog Republic, after today's episode, you're going to want to add it to your playlist for sure. Carolina is a Miami-based photographer, and she and I are on the same page when it comes to running profitable, sustainable businesses that you love. Unlike me, though, one of Carolina's areas of expertise is how photographers can use Pinterest to market their photography work. She gets the majority of her website traffic from Pinterest and only puts in around an hour of work a month, which is incredible. So today she's going to be sharing some of her very best tips with you on how you can get similar results in your business as well. Anyway, you're not going to want to miss a minute of this episode, so I probably don't need to tell you this, but be sure to stay tuned all the way through because Carolina has also very generously agreed to share a free resource with you, and she's going to tell you all about it at the end. Welcome to This Can't Be That Hard. My name is Anami Tonkin, and I help photographers run profitable, sustainable businesses that they love. Each week on the podcast, I cover simple, actionable strategies and systems that photographers at every level of experience can use to earn more money in a more sustainable way. Running a photography business doesn't have to be that hard. You can do it, and I can show you how. Carolina, it is so wonderful to have you on the podcast. How are you today? I'm so happy to be here. I'm doing great. I'm excited about having this conversation with you. It's always so nice to talk to, to you and now to your audience. I'm super excited. Likewise, my audience is going to be super excited to meet you if they're not already familiar with you. Let's. I'm going to start out by just having you introduce yourself. You're a wedding and portrait photographer down in Miami. Correct. Um, on the... Uh, photography side. And then you also have a podcast called The Tog Republic that is also sort of a photography business podcast, which is where I originally connected with you. Yes, I had you maybe a couple of years ago. And recently, we're going to release a new podcast episode. So I'm excited. And yes, I've been a wedding photographer for 10 years. I went to school for marketing and advertising. And, you know, while running my business, I, you know, either learned a lot of lessons, came across a lot of lessons. And one day I was like, well, I like to talk a lot. So why not have a podcast? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, it started great. kind of like as a fun project that I really didn't think that, I don't know. It was just like, okay, we'll see where this goes. And we're almost close to a hundred episodes now. So I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I, if I am not mistaken, and I didn't look at my notes right before this, but I think that this episode is episode 25. So you're, (laughs) so you're uh, three times further than I am, but it, I mean, it's an amazing thing. It's a, you know, you get into it with one idea of what it's going to be like, and it's a lot of work, but it's also a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It's like, you know, instead of just calling, you know, people that I admire and be like, oh, can I pick your brain? That gets me nowhere. I'm like, oh, let's talk on my podcast. It's going to be great. (laughs) So so it's a win-win situation for everybody. That's right. That's good. Excellent. And so almost 100 episodes in, do you remember when you started the podcast? I think it was probably 2017. Wow. I think I can just take a quick look here and see my, you know, my library. But yes, I mean, it, it was just like, I was like, okay, I don't know. Let's give this a try. I didn't even know how to host a, postca- a podcast or do a podcast. I mean, I don't know. And still know, but I know. <laughs> here we are. The first episode was actually released on April 10, 2017. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's fantastic. Three plus years in and you're going strong. I love it. 
It's a fun, it's a fun project. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, good. Well, I'm really excited to have you on here today because we are going to be talking about a topic that I know so little about, <laughs> and that is marketing your photography business on Pinterest. And this is something that you are, you know, you sort of have like a specialty in, you teach a course on it. So I am basically going to sit here with my notebook, my notepad and my pen, and I'm going to take notes but tell me a little bit about Pinterest in general. I will be honest and say that over the course of my also 10 years in business, I have um, spent lots of time on Instagram and, and Facebook as far as trying to do social media engagement. But Pinterest, I've always just used as kind of an end user where I'm like searching for things and recipes and whatever. So I never really thought about it as a way to market my photography business. Well, you and 95% of the rest of photographers uh, have the same experience. I myself had the same experience with Pinterest, right? Pinterest has been around for at least, I mean, a good eight years, I think. Like, I remember when it first came out and people got really excited and it was by invitation only. And I did exactly the same thing that everybody does. You know, you, I got an account and I started, you know, saving ideas or looking for things that I wanted as you, you know, recipes, I don't know, hairstyles, Mm -hmm. yes to decorate my house, things like that. And that was pretty much the end of it. I maybe uploaded one or two photos from my own, you know, brand and obviously didn't see any results because I had no strategy. I didn't have a plan. I didn't understand the platform or the potential of the platform and the first thing was like a misconception of what the actual platform was right at the time I thought that it was just another social media platform as you said Mm -hmm. and you you and everybody else hyper focus we hyper focus on Instagram and Facebook right and then when we think about Pinterest it's like I don't have the time I don't have the energy do I need another social media platform right and that's like the first you know the first misconception that we're gonna kind of like tackle today which is Pinterest is not a search and it's not a social media platform instead it is a search engine platform so it is like a visual of Google yes you can you know when you Google something you can click images and it will give you images but Pinterest, I think, was designed for like an aesthetic that immediately just so show you like in a beautiful way display images. Mm-hmm. And even if you're looking for recipes or you're looking for like home decor, the first thing that you get are photos, right? right. So while I was, you know, scrolling like everybody is, I was just like, huh, silly. I'm looking for like ideas for my own photography, right? Because that's how I was using it. I wanted to see how people were posting people right. and how people, you know, were doing all that. And I'm like, why am I looking at other people's work? Maybe I need to start uploading my own work because mm-hmm. if I'm looking at other photographers, other photographers can look at my own work. Sure. So that was like the first thing I was just like, okay. I didn't even think about clients at the time. I was just like, well, maybe other photographers would get inspired by my own work. So I started uploading, you know, images again, without no strategy, no nothing. It was just like, this is happening. And then as I got more involved in wedding photography, because at the beginning I was more like a lifestyle photographer. When Mm -hmm. I started getting more involved in wedding photography, my brides were like, oh, let me show you my Pinterest board. And I was like, right. I was like, what? I'm like, what do you mean you have Pinterest board? Like in my mind, I don't know. Like I was like so close-minded that I thought only kind of like photographers were using Pinterest. Right, right. Like this is so silly. And then I started, you know, seeing that they had that they had pretty much planned their wedding on Pinterest, and it kind of like 
open my mind and I start getting kind of like ideas because one of the things that I like the most is like looking kind of like what other people are doing in marketing and getting ideas for my own business. So in this case, I was looking at like what my clients were doing and showing me kind of like a blind spot that I had, which I was like, oh my God, if they're really planning their wedding on Pinterest and I am not on Pinterest, I'm missing a huge market. So I, even though I'm a very creative person, the first thing that I do is I like facts. I like kind of like the analytic part of the brain. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, this is just one right. Maybe she's artistic. I don't know. Maybe she's into Pinterest. (laughs) So I start asking all my couples and 98% of them were like, yeah, absolutely. I have Pinterest board. And then I was asking them like, can I see your Pinterest board? Because I wanted to see what they were pinning. And it was a combination of everything. It was a combination of kind of like venues, decoration, poses, even at the beginning, you know, some of them were like, oh, I like this pose. And, you know, eight years ago or, you know, six years ago, I was like, "Mm, okay, now, of course, I handled that differently. But I was like, they, this is what they want. And this is a huge market. I need to get into this. So for whoever is listening to this podcast right now, I want you to understand that Pinterest is not a social media platform. Nobody's going to Pinterest to connect with friends. Nobody's even going to Pinterest to give you likes to your photos, right? Right. People are going to Pinterest to find stuff. And 40 million engaged couples are looking, you know, at Pinterest every year to plan their weddings. So that is a huge market. Now, if you're a family photographer, moms love Pinterest. And even when they have their own family sessions, they look at what to wear. They look at even locations in their city. So that is a market and that is kind of like a space in Pinterest that you can start to occupy with your work. So first things first, that's a search engine platform. Very good. And okay, so that's interesting. I like the way that you're approaching that from the end user's perspective, which is really the, the, the smart way to do any kind of marketing. But as someone, like I said, who I have personally used Pinterest, it's like, okay, so let's say that I didn't know anything about photography, but I was going to hire a family photographer. What might be some of the, you know, things that I would search on Pinterest? Hang on, guys. I have a quick message for you. Did you know that This Can't Be That Hard isn't the only podcast I host? Each month, my marketing director, Dana, and I team up to bring you a fresh injection of marketing ideas and inspiration on our other podcast called The Consistency Club. The podcast is free and available to any photographer looking to uplevel their marketing game, or you can take it one step further and join The Consistency Club, where you get the extended version of the podcast along with monthly email and social media templates, bonus trainings, and special access to the live marketing events we host twice a year. If you're interested in tuning in, you can search for and subscribe to The Consistency Club wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to join us in the membership, you can visit go.thiscantbethathard.com slash club to sign up. So as I said, some people, for example, you would think like, oh, people just go to Google to search for those things. Mm -hmm. And Google, it's kind of like such a massive thing. And as I said, yes, you can search for images, but most people search for like, content, like reading content in Google. Right. So that could be, you know, for a family photographer, that could be too much. But if let's say you're a mom and you go into Pinterest, perhaps you're looking for, as I said, what to wear. What would be the best outfits to wear for a family session? What would be the best locations in my city that perhaps mm-hmm. I don't even know about marketing session? Now, I mean, marketing photos. Now, I think that we are moving into 
kind of like this new stage of how photographers do business, right? And yes, we photograph beautiful people and, you know, we have these gorgeous images, but we need to start thinking about ourselves as content creators, right? And mm-hmm. how we can start answering questions that our clients may have. So I think the all ages of like blogging just a session, those days are a little bit dated and mm-hmm. over. And nowadays you should be blogging content that, as I said, your users, you know, your consumers, your clients might be looking, let's say a what to wear. Right. So you can have a whole kind of like a style guide on, you know, best outfits for weddings. I mean, for family sessions, you can actually break it down into like seasons, right? If you are doing a spring session, what would be the best to wear? What are the best colors for this? If you're doing a winter, summer, and then those images, you can upload them into Pinterest, obviously with like keywords and, you know, a good title to the pin. And that's how people can find you. The main goal of Pinterest is not to get you per se clients. Mm -hmm. The main goal of Pinterest is to move traffic from the platform, which is Pinterest into your website. And now in your website, it's up to you to convert those visitors into clients. So I think that's a, a clear important step here. The goal of Pinterest would be to funnel people into your website. Right. And so I guess there would be some additional strategy there in terms of if you work locally, if your geographic, you know, region is sort of limited and you don't want to hop on a plane to do a family session, or maybe even, you know, you don't want to travel for weddings, then you would want to be focusing on pins and keywords and things that are local to you. Is that right? Definitely. So Once kind of like we understand the concept that Pinterest is not a social media platform, but a search engine platform. And then we can understand that the way people are looking through Pinterest is kind of like the same way as people are using Google, right? They're going to the search bar and they're typing, let's say, let's say, and this is, okay, let me back this up. This is kind of like how the, the, the Pinterest user journey goes, right? They go into Pinterest and then let's say what to wear for a summer session. Mm -hmm. They're going to get, you know, a bunch of things and then they're going to get some things that they like. Perhaps they're going to pin it themselves. They're going to save them because, you know, the outfits look super pretty, but then they're probably going to be like, okay, now I have what to wear. I don't know what would be the best location for my family session. So the next thing that probably they're going to say is like where to take family photos, Mm -hmm. right? That's super general. They're going to get a bunch of things from like, I don't know, pictures in Australia, pictures in Switzerland, you know, and you're here in Miami. That's not going to work for you. So then like next step will be like where to get photos in Miami. Got it. So now they're using kind of like that search engine keyword. Yep. And then that's going to translate into the pins that you have. So everything that you upload into Pinterest, you kind of have to have the same concept as when you are doing SEO for your own business, right? Mm-hmm. Just uploading a beautiful picture without any description, without any keywords is really going to take you nowhere. You need to do a little bit of like the behind the scenes work because again, Pinterest, just like Google, they can see images they just have to read text even for the photo so the more description that you give to a photo the better that is going to rank and the more chances that you're going to have to connect with actual local people which is the main goal here right like i'm in miami and like half of my traffic is coming from australia fantastic the chances of me going to australia for a family session are none yeah yeah. (laughs) especially right now exactly so Um. Okay, perfect. So then let's say, great, I'm ready to like jump in. And but I, you know, when I have pinned things in the past, I just hit like the pin it button in a in the corner of a photo. That doesn't I'm not bringing 
I'm not aiming traffic at my website. So tell me a little bit about kind of the, you know, how you set up a pin to work for you from a marketing and SEO standpoint. Okay. So we need to start kind of like looking at the big picture and then start kind of like zooming in into, you know, how to make this work. So the big picture is your Pinterest account, right? Maybe right now I'm assuming I haven't seen your actually Pinterest account, <laughs> but I'm assuming for what you have said that it's probably a hot mess. And you probably have, you know, different boards that are, you know, activities to do with your kids, hairstyles, recipes, a bunch of things for your personal life. Right. And that is great. You as a consumer, you kind of still use Pinterest for your personal lifestyle choices. Mm -hmm. You just need to hide those boards. Nobody needs to see this. I want to treat my Pinterest account as an extension to my website, because as I mentioned already, my job or the job of my Pinterest account is to funnel people into my website. If I'm also pinning home ideas, you know, my favorite vegan recipes and all that, now I'm giving my future clients other things that they don't need to know, right. other distractions, right? So as Donna Miller says, a confused client will never buy the right. same thing here. So the first thing that we need to do, look at the big picture and any board that is not related to your photography, we're going to hide it. If you're the kind of photographer that you pin ideas, you know, like, posting ideas, things like that from other photographers, we're going to hide those boards also because, again, we're not going to send traffic to those websites, right? Sure. So we're going to hide them. And Pinterest had made this super easy. There is just a button on every single board that says hide. That means that you, you know, as a private account, you can still see it, but nobody else is able to see it. Okay. So that's the first thing that we're going to do. Then we're going to focus on keywords. And this is really important because, again, as I mentioned before, uh, kind of like the spiders, you know, in Pinterest, they can see photos, they read text. So if I just upload up an image that has no context, no description, it's never going to be seen. Right. It could be the most beautiful picture ever. But again, spiders, they, you know, they won't be able to see it. So we need to be able to write. So when you say, when you say spiders, I assume you mean like Google bots, not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not like actually spiders. Like, you know, I don't like... want spider clients. <laughs> I'm talking okay. about it like, they, you know, they, the search, I don't know what's yeah, the technical yeah. word of know. that. <laughs> I think that's the right word. I just wanted to be sure. <laughs> yeah, like, so what I want my real clients to see these photos and the way they're going to come across these photos is with keywords, right? So we, I want you to kind of keep the same concept as you're using for your SEO. And if you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh, great. I suck at SEO. We're going to keep it simple here. This is the great thing about Pinterest. So let's say I have a picture on my website, beautiful family. I'm going to upload it into Pinterest. We can upload it in so many different levels, but let's say a simple one, the simple pin button that almost every website has, right? Yeah. You're going to pin on it. So the first thing that Pinterest is going to ask you is, what do you want this picture to be? right? Because Pinterest is a little bit organized and I like this about Pinterest. So the first thing that you need to have is a board where that photo is going to be. And again, now we're, we were zoom out. Now we're going to start to zoom in a little, a little okay. So you need to have boards that are related to the kind of photography that you do. So if you're a family photographer, have a board for like, let's say Miami family photographer. Let's say that you want to dive a little bit deeper. You can do one board for like, I don't know, Miami beach photography. Mm -hmm. Miami studio photography and you can kind of like start dividing different boards for different you know either genres of photography that you do or even styles of photography within one genre of photography 
So let's say I have three boards. I have Miami, I have beach, and I have studio. I'm gonna take a look at this photo that I'm gonna pin and let's say it's a studio photo. Well, obviously I'm gonna have to put it in my studio board and I'm also gonna give a description to this photo. So I don't know, beautiful family, beautiful studio, you know, family session in Miami. Of course, you're gonna write it in a way that is easy for the reader to read, that it's not gonna look like a spam, just like Miami photographer, Miami photographer, nothing like that. Right, you know, right. You're gonna write in a way that actually is descriptive to the actual image. Those are your keywords, right? Now you have Miami studio photographer within that description. You're probably gonna have a title in that image also because Pinterest asks you for titles of the photo. Most of the time, if you're pinning from a website or from a blog, it's gonna carry on the title that you had on that blog. Okay. But if you're uploading a picture without being connected to a blog, you have to give a description, I mean a title. So, you know, use a good keyword within your title again. So you can be like, I don't know, beautiful, you know, contemporary family session, Miami mm -hmm. family session, something like that. And then just upload the images. So that you have to do that with each single photo that you upload. And each single photo in Pinterest must have a URL. That's one of the great things that I love about Pinterest, right? Because Pinterest has been created to move people from their platform into other people's content. Okay. So you're going to give a URL to that photo. Now, if you don't have a blog post for that photo, let's say that you haven't blogged that session or you no longer blog, make sure that you give that a URL that makes sense. So like in my case, you know, I do wedding and family photography. So like if I'm uploading a family session, obviously I'm not going to send the URL to my weddings, right? right. I'm going to send the URL to my family session because most likely the person that is looking at this pin and that is interested in this pin is going to click on it. And if they land on my wedding set, my wedding uh, website, they're probably going to be like, yeah, great photos, but this is not what I'm looking for. So they're sure. going to leave. Nobody's going to go and do the extra work of like search for it. Right. And I think this is where photographers sometimes we get, we're a little bit egocentric and we're uh -huh. like, oh, if they love it, they will find it. No, nobody has time for that. Right. You need to make it very easy for the user to find exactly what they're looking for. And most likely what they're looking for is either more images that look like that or a way to contact you. Mm -hmm. So that should be kind of like in the, in the back of your mind. Like you need to have like a good call to action on your website. Sure. And then, you know, from your website, again, now your website, now you have moved them from Pinterest into your website. And this is where the real work kind of like it starts to happen, right? Because now within your work, within your website, you need to like mesmerize this person. Mm -hmm. And this person needs to feel something when they get to your website and, you know, hopefully and eventually book you as a photographer right so another misconception with pinterest is like people is like oh but do they really get clients from pinterest like is pinterest gonna get me clients the short answer probably is no the long answer is yes because what pinterest is giving you is the ability to move interested people into the topic that you have to offer or the services that you have to offer into your website now your website needs to do 80% of the other work. Totally. And I mean, I talk to people about this all the time. Our, you know, marketing, especially given that we're not selling like a $5 widget, it, it doesn't, it's not a single point of contact. It has to be, you're building trust over time. So Pinterest is just sort of the mouth of the funnel, right? That's exactly. where you somebody and you bring them to you. That's awesome. So, okay. So the, the pins themselves, do you have any suggestions for people about I'm sure consistency is a thing on Pinterest like anything else, but like 
how frequently you need to be pinning? Can you reuse photos on different boards? Like give us some of that kind so of- So this is what I love about Pinterest. If you're listening to this right now and you haven't done any of the work on Pinterest, obviously the first steps are gonna be tedious. And the first steps are gonna be like, oh my God, I have to do the, the work here. Yeah. But once you get like the platform ready, it works on its own. Like you don't have to do, I mean, the, the amount of effort that today I put into my Pinterest is probably one hour a month. Wow. And Pinterest is like the biggest like source of traffic for my website. So out of, you know, SEO is something that you need to work constantly on it. Blogging, you know, you have to blog all the time. Even Instagram, like you post a picture on Instagram. And if you go quiet for a week, it's like, the world had forgotten about you. Right, the thing right. with Pinterest is like it keeps working with you. So I feel like Pinterest is like that person that loves you, loves you a lot. And like you don't care about it. That's so bad because we should give Pinterest like a lot of love back. So let me tell you. So you get your platform started. What I do, I only pin about five pins a day. I do use a platform that automatically pins for me. So like okay. I do have to upload everything into the platform but the platform takes care of like the daily, you know, task of uploading into each single board. Yep. Now I am a big fan of repurposing content. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because one photo can serve many different boards, especially when you're a wedding photographer. So let me talk here for a minute about wedding photography and then we do into family photography. Okay. When you have a photo for a wedding photographer, you can use at least five different boards. You can use a venue, you mm -hmm. can use a style of wedding. You can use, let's say, if it's a picture of, a, you know, of the couple, you can do a board just for like romantic photos. If it's a picture of, you know, you can use another board for like a style, like actual, you know, the kind of wedding dress that they wore or, you know, suit that they had. So right there, there is four different places that you can upload just one image. Yeah. If you are a family photographer, you can start with like Kind of like your main board, which let's say it's your city family photography. Mm -hmm. And then you can present the same photo or pin the same photo into uh, a styled of session, uh, season, mm -hmm. uh, location. And what else could we do for family? Uh, style, season, location. And I mean, maybe you could, you could probably break it down into things like, you know, kids only. And you could do location specific. So exactly. And then also, you know, if you're doing in-home sessions, backyard sessions, outdoor sessions, downtown sessions, like all those things, if, do you have a, do you generally recommend a certain number of boards total or? I say to my students, this is like a black hole. Just keep <laughs> going. And you don't have to create all the, like I've been doing this, this strategy, I've been doing it for almost four years. Okay. Every so often I go and I create at least one new board per yeah. month. I'm like, oh, I never thought that shoes could have their own board here. <laughs> so like I, once you start going, go as deep as you want and go okay. as niche yeah. as you want and as narrow as you want. And don't think that, oh, that's kind of silly. No, because you don't know what people are searching for. Sure. So give them what they want as long as you're using your local keywords and yeah. keywords that relate to your photography. So you can do, I don't know, messy kids uh, and, you know, formal kids. I don't know, like go as crazy as you want, you know, yeah. with those details. Awesome. Okay. That's great. Cause I think, 
I, you know, when I've heard people talk about it before, it's like there's this very formulaic thing, but I do feel like as long as you're not just putting up a board and putting a single photo in there and never doing anything again, yeah, why not break it down more? I think that a board to be, to for it to, sh I mean, and this is just, I don't have an actual, this is just my idea. This is yeah. nothing that has been proven. Okay. <laughs> but I feel like for a board to, to seem kind of like legit and to seem useful for the platform, you need to have at least 10 images. On yeah, it. that makes so, sense. Yeah. So like, as you said, like if, if I go into a board and it has just one photo, mm, come on, that, that, that seems spammy also. So right. like you don't want to see, you don't want to appear in the platform as you're spamming because that they could get you banned also, right? Right. So when you're pinning, let's say the same image to five different boards, don't pin the same image within the same day. Yep. Right. Spread them out, you know, like spread them out within a whole month. So like mm -hmm. the content that you're always uploading into the platform, it's kind of like different, you know, each day is different, even though like some of them will eventually overlap but they're not like overlapping on the same day. Yeah. And I guess speaking of spam, what about do you, for your business Pinterest stuff, do you only pin your own images or do you pin other things as well? I, and this is, some people might say that this is controversial. Mm -hmm. I only pin my own work. Okay. And again, we're going back to like, what is the intent of my Pinterest? The intent of my Pinterest is to funnel people into my website. Right. Now I start being, you know, nice and posting your beautiful photos, which are gorgeous. Those are clients that are going to go your way. And even though I love you, I want to keep that money. On my sure, pocket. sure. Well, I didn't know if like with weddings, if you were doing any cross pollinating with like the vendors that you work with or anything like that. All right. So interesting because for weddings things you know could work a little bit different because for right. weddings i have venues i, I have boards just for venues mm -hmm. i have boards just for florists mm -hmm. i have boards just for cake artists and right. i only mean let's say their work within yep. those you know those boards but those are my your photos, photos. so yeah. i think that as a photographer i have an advantage of them now sure. if you're listening to this uh episode and perhaps you are at an event planner and you plan beautiful kids weddings of course you're pinning a tons of pictures from other photographers but all those photos should lead back to your website right and although you're giving them credit and things like that which is fine that's another question that a lot of people get like okay if i'm an event planner and i'm pinning other people do i need to give them credit sure give them credit but also People on Pinterest, it's not like Instagram when they're really looking at like, oh, who took that photo? They're just like looking, let's say, an idea of a beautiful birthday party. And then they love that idea. Now, when they click on that pin, they're going to go to your website. In your website, you should have like that photo was taken by X or Y photographer. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, that's, that's, that was a good point to, to make. Yeah. But if you're a photographer, pin only your work. You can have several boards for other vendors but it should be only your work. Awesome. This is so much great content, Carolina. <laughs> I feel like I've got my homework cut out for me. It's, I know it seems like a lot and it could be like, oh my God, this is a lot. And I don't want you to feel overwhelmed about it. You know, we just talk about like, how many boards do I need to create? Like, how deep do I go? Do I jump into the black hole today or tomorrow? So don't overthink it. If you today, after this episode, you want to take a look at your Pinterest account and you want to kind of like reorganize it, start with five simple boards. You don't need to start with 10, start with five. Your city, aesthetic, maybe seasonal, 
and what could be another one and yeah it just kind of depends on what you shoot and exactly but like just yeah keep it simple exactly you don't need to you know go crazy and as you as your pinterest starts to grow you kind of start diving a little bit deeper now one of the things that i think it's important for people to understand is like even though this is a fantastic way to bring people into your website again just like seo this is not going to happen overnight Mm -hmm. and i mean it might but i want you to be patient right i don't want you to be like i uploaded two pins and nothing happened well you know, two pins might not do the work. And also just, just give it, give it some time. And right. as I said, it really like, once you get it set up, it's so easy to upload images and to kind of like forget about it. That it's not something that you need to constantly checking. I mean, I myself, and I tell this to all my students, check your analytics at least once a month. So, you know, which pins are working, you know, what kind of traffic is coming to your website, you know, and and all that information, which I think it's great. And you mentioned earlier, like how many pins do I need to, to upload and all that. One of the great things about Pinterest is like, if you upload a pin, let's say, I'm going to talk about a pin that I myself uploaded five years ago. This was a baby shower. Today is one of the pins that generates the more traffic to my website. And thanks to this pin, I book mostly all of my baby shower wow. things. So the great thing about Pinterest is like, content doesn't die yeah something could go viral and could constantly bring you pins into i mean clicks into your website so that's very very good and another thing is like as i said i'm a great fan of like repurposing content so if you had something from five years ago that was really really good bring them back to life repeat them you know awesome Okay. And you told me that you've got something good for my listeners that you are going to be sharing as a freebie. Tell me all about that. I do. So I tell you, I talk a lot right now and you <laughs> might be listening to this and driving and being like, Oh my God, I can't with this. But you know, the freebie that I have for you, it's so simple because it is three steps on how to get your Pinterest ready for success. So like if all this talk got you maybe confused, now you can download this guide that is going to take you step by step on how to get your Pinterest ready. And what I want you to think about is like, think that, think of your Pinterest like a messy room in your house. You need to go and organize it first to see what you have, what you need to get and where to go. So that's the first thing that I want you to do with your Pinterest account is organize it. And with this simple, you know, guide, you can just go get it and you can get this ready in an hour. Perfect. So why not give it a try? Yeah. I'm going to show you, I had here, let me, let me open this. I just actually show something on my Instagram stories today about two students that I just had recently. One was a one-on-one call and, you know, we went through the whole Pinterest account. We, you know, I gave him all the pointers, kind of like I did a, an audit on his mm-hmm. Pinterest account. He told me within the first two days, he, his audience grew to 71 people. He's like, I didn't have this before. Yeah. So I'm like, great. And then I had this other student that he's been doing this for a couple of months. And he says here in the last month, he's getting 2,400 clicks to his website. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty great. For sure. Especially, and you know, this is what I always say, like we get wowed by these really big numbers, like, oh, so-and-so has a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. I'll, I'll stick to a platform I'm more familiar (laughs) with. I'm still not good at it, but I'm more familiar with it. But you know, we see numbers like that, but when it comes down to it in our photography work, 
how many clients do you need a year? You know, somewhere between let's say 50 and 200, depending on what your mm-hmm. business model is like. And, and so having, you know, 2,500 people coming to your website, even if your conversion rate from that is, you know, only 5%, that's a legitimate number of people. That's a huge amount of people. Like yeah. that's a lot. And again, I am not a big fan of what's the, I always forget how these things are called, like beauty analytics. How's that thing called? Like beauty. Oh yeah. Vanity <laughs> analytics. Or whatever. Metrics. Yeah. I'm not, because that means nothing, right? Yes. I just read you this, that he's like, Oh, he got 2,500, you know, I'm kind of like contradicting myself here, but the Coming point- to your website though is different than just <laughs> yeah. like clicking a like button. The, yeah. Exactly. It's the point is like, you need people to go into your website and get to know you and get to know your work because that's how, you know, that's how you convert them into clients. And this goes back to like, as you said, we're not selling a $5 product. Right. So conversion has to be a little bit different. Somebody has to come to your website several times, see you on social media several times before they decide to invest thousands of dollars into right. your work. So that's important to keep that, you know, to keep these people coming, coming into your website because you're giving them value. You're giving them resources. Not only you're showing beautiful pictures, as I said before, I think the way we photography business is going to have to change a little bit because now there is so many of us creating such beautiful work really that good now content, creating yeah. just beautiful photos is not enough. Now yeah. you're going to have to like create content that your clients need that you didn't even know that, that you could help with like, you know, when we talk about locations, when Mm -hmm. we talk about like what to wear, when we talk about like, I don't know how to handle your kid during a session, you know, tips for parents that get stressed about like, maybe that kid is going to be super wild. I don't want to do a family session because I don't want to get stressed. Well, come and educate. You've been shooting people for years. You know how to handle a kid, write a blog, a blog post about that. Yeah. Then pin it. Totally. And, or turn it into a lead magnet or anyone. I mean, like there are so many different ways to, to establish yourself as a professional. And I, I love this conversation that we've had because I am all about working smarter, not working harder. And this does seem like a pretty, uh, an unused, underutilized um, tool in the photographer's arsenal. Cause I do feel like we are all working so hard on Instagram, which is such an indirect People, you know, link in my bio. Good luck. (laughs) Yeah. And again, because Instagram has been designed to keep people in the platform. Right. Right. Yes. You have to have 10,000 things to like the swipe up button, whatever. I don't even have it. I'm never going to have it. When I look at my, at my analytics, actually I was looking yesterday and I only had like five clicks to my website from Instagram. Yeah. That's useless that's I mean great thank you I mean I appreciate those five people that came into my (laughs) website but sometimes we need this is a numbers game also yeah Yeah. and the more people that get to see our work the better chances we have to convert them into clients right so and yes as you said Pinterest is completely completely um, ignored by photographers I've been doing this I feel like I'm preaching every single time that I go into a podcast and I always get the same response from people they're like to be honest, I know nothing about this. Like yeah. I didn't even think about it. A lot of guys even said like, I thought that was just only for like chicks to like find out <laughs> recipes. And I'm like, ah, you need to use it for your wedding business and things like that. Yeah. So definitely worth having it. And as I said, the first steps might be tedious because you need to go and organize it. And then you're going to have to go into your work and upload images. And the uploading part is not even hard. Just like the, the 
the writing, the descriptions could be tedious. But once you have it set up, like it runs on its own and you just yeah. have to do kind of like monthly, you know, uh, maintenance to it. Yeah. Last year during the summer, I was like, I had a lot of content and I uploaded almost four months of content into my, my schedule. Thing. Wow. So for four months, I had to do nothing. I was just like, this is great. Yeah, so, that is. Easy breezy. I love it. Good. <laughs> Easy breezy. Is, should, I should go change my middle name. That would be my favorite. Well, Carolina, thank you so much. For anyone who wants to pick up that freebie, I'm going to have it in the show notes, which will be thiscan'tbethathard.com slash podcast slash 025. And Carolina, tell my audience where they can find you outside of the Tog Republic. Well, carolinagusic.com is just, you know, if you want to go and see my images and pin them, just kidding. Don't pin my photos. <laughs> if you want to go and see my photos.com. And as I said, the talk Republic, and that is togrepublic.com. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a great day. And I imagine now that this is our third podcast recording, that it may not be our last. I will hope to see you again soon. We'll love to be back here to talk about something else and to hear your success stories. I want to hear how you guys are doing with Pinterest. Excellent. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Ciao. Well, that's it for this week's episode of This Can't Be That Hard. I'll be back same time, same place next week. In the meantime, you can find more information about this episode, along with all the relevant links, notes, and downloads at thiscan'tbethathard.com slash learn. If you like the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Even better, share the love by leaving a review in iTunes. And as always, thanks so much for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic week.